Good afternoon. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You deserve the praise, O oh God. You deserve the honor. You deserve the adoration. You are mighty. You are holy. You are awesome. We are here this moment because of you, O oh creator of the heaven and of the earth. We bless your name, God. We bless your name, Yahweh. We bless your name, Jehovah. We bless your name, King of glory. We bless your name, O oh creator. Hallelujah. Good afternoon. Hello to you. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Let's pray together. And then we introduce the message for the day with the scripture so we can hear and learn what the Holy Spirit has for us. Let us pray together now. I want us to pray and to do so, I would like us to read the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Praise God. I want us to read it together, Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 and then we can pray together now let me read verse number six my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge i also will reject you from being priest to me because you have forgotten the law of your god i also will forget your children in this portion of scripture, what I want us to focus on is knowledge. All right? I want us to pray, and what we are going to ask God for this moment is knowledge. You see, where there is no knowledge, people perish. Where there is no knowledge, there is ignorance, and people cannot progress. Where there is no knowledge, people quarrel and fight unnecessarily. Where there is no knowledge, people develop anger, jealousy, and envy toward one another because of their lack of knowledge. Where there is no knowledge, people lack the insight to identify opportunity and be able to maximize on the opportunity. Now, I want us to pray together. And our prayer is we are asking God for knowledge. We are saying to God, Father, may you give me knowledge and take away ignorance in me in the mighty name of Jesus. We are praying for knowledge and we are asking that the Holy Spirit removes ignorance from us. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this moment and we bless you, O Creator. We acknowledge your presence and we thank you, O oh God, for your kindness and your goodness. We pray this moment, O oh Father, using your word from the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, where you are saying that your people perish, your people are destroyed, your people are in trouble because of their lack of knowledge. And so this moment, my God, we are asking that may you equip us with knowledge, with understanding, with insight, with revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. 
We are asking that God, may you remove all form or type of ignorance from us in Jesus' name. Take away ignorance in our family. Take away ignorance with our loved ones. Take away ignorance in our academics. Take away ignorance in our businesses. Take away ignorance in our place of work. Take away ignorance with our neighbors and all that we are involved with. In our spiritual life, remove ignorance, Father, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, as a helper, may you help us so that we may have understanding in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you and we honor you. We glorify you and we thank you. That whenever we pray, you hear us. And not only do you hear us, but you answer us. Thank you for the answer. Thank you for the revelation. Thank you for the knowledge. Lord, I bless you for hearing her, for hearing him, for hearing them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. That is important that I um, always pray to God for knowledge. Always ask God to remove ignorance out of your life. Sometimes people do things and we blame them. Sometimes people do things and we fight them. Sometimes people do things and we argue with them. Sometimes we do things and people fight us, argue with us because of ignorance. Hallelujah. There are moments, there are times where we are always quarreling, where there is no peace among us because we lack the basic understanding of things. So we need to always pray to God that he help us that we may have enough knowledge, that we may have enough wisdom in life. Beautiful. Now this moment, today I'm here with a message that I love so much. And a message that I believe will teach me, will teach you, will help you, will help me, will help us in what is left in 2023. The title of the message is Know Your Enemy, My God. Know Your Enemy. The prayer that we offered is important because you need knowledge for you to identify certain enemies in life. People are not the enemy. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. I, I want you to understand that it is not your sister. It is not your brother. It is not your aunt, your uncle, your mother, your father. It is not your son, your daughter. It is not your friend. It is not your neighbor, your colleague. It is not the servant of God. But it is a certain enemy that you need to be aware of. Hallelujah. We are speaking about people. We are speaking against people. We are hating one another. We are not loving one another because we do not have knowledge that there are certain enemies around us. We are living with enemies. We are entertaining enemies. We are eating with enemies. We are celebrating with the enemies. Hallelujah. Now, because we do not have the knowledge and revelation that there are enemies around us, we are busy fighting each other. Hallelujah. We are calling each other names. We are pointing fingers at one another. We are blaming one another. We are making so many excuses because of the lack of knowledge that there is an enemy. There are enemies. 
And this is why it's important for us to have that knowledge, that revelation, so we can identify these enemies and get rid of them in our life. Hallelujah. Now, an enemy, right, for the context of this message, an enemy is a thing that harms or weakens something else. Anything that is out to harm you, anything that is out to harm your family, anything that is out to harm your destiny, anything that is out to harm your career, your academics, your future, anything that is out to harm your spiritual life, anything that is out to uh, uh, harm your health, anything that is out to harm your progress is an enemy against you. Anything whose intentions is to weaken you, to cause you to be weak, to cause you not to succeed, is an enemy against you. Praise the Lord. I want you to keep that explanation close. It is important and it will help you. That anything that will harm or weaken another is an enemy. So when you sit today and you look into your life, Whatever is trying to harm your health is an enemy. Whatever is out to harm your peace is an enemy. Whatever is out to harm your progress, that you are trying to progress, you are trying to grow, you are trying to succeed, you are trying to pass, you are trying to move forward, you are trying to move upward, but something is keeping you down. That is the enemy. So today we want to speak about knowing our enemies, identifying our enemies, and doing something about it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now you must understand that it is worthwhile for a child of God to look around and identify what as well as who are the enemies in life. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Let's read the scripture and then I'll list out for you common enemies in life that you must be sensitive towards. I'll list for you some common enemies so that when you see them, when you feel them, when you see them, you know, when you hear of them, you need to know that this is an enemy and I need to do something about it. Ephesians chapter 6 We'll read verse 12. This is a common scripture to Bible scholars, and there are some important stuff, elements in that scripture that I want us to look at. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, thank you. Verse 12, the Bible reads, For we do not wrestle against the flesh. And blood. But against the principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So the scripture is saying the battle, the fight, the arguments are not against flesh and blood. In short, the fights, the arguments, the battles are not against individuals. They are not against your brother, your sister. They are not against the pastor, the prophet, the apostle. They are not against your neighbor, your colleague. They are not against your sister, your cousin. 
But the Bible is saying that the fight, the, 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 the arguments, uh, the, the, the quarrels are against principalities. That there are certain spiritual forces that we are fighting against. There are certain spiritual forces that are opposing us. There are certain powers, certain rulers of darkness of this age that are accusing us. And because of these forces, because of these powers, we are finding ourselves that we are identifying the wrong enemies. The enemy is lying to us so much that we are pointing fingers at people as enemies when it is not people who are the enemy. Your husband has become the enemy. Your wife has become the enemy. Your friend has become the enemy. Your neighbor has become the enemy. Your colleague has become the enemy. Your classmate has become the enemy. That person in society, in the neighborhood, has become an enemy. That church member, that brethren has become an enemy. And yet, it is not them who are the enemy. But there are certain forces that have blinded us. Certain powers that have blinded us. That have lied to us. That have accused people wrongfully. Have you ever heard of wrongfully accused? When you are wrongfully accused, you are charged incorrectly. There is a wrong accusation against another that they can be put in prison. They can be charged. They can be caused to face a penalty and yet it was not their fault. It was not their doing. So today, I want us to understand that there is a need for us to know our enemy. Let's pray for the reading of the scripture and then we continue. <coughs> Excuse me. Father, we thank you for the reading of the word. We, are, we, we bless you and we adore you, O creator. That, my God, whenever you speak, my father, you have a purpose and a reason. Your word is never spoken without a cause. For the Bible says that every word that comes out of the mouth of God has a mission. That your word does not return unto you void. It does not return unto you without having accomplished a purpose. It does not return unto you without having fulfilling the mission. But that every word that comes out of your mouth according to scripture is able to change. It is able to empower. It is able to transform. It is able to help. It is able to promote. It is able to uplift. It is able to heal. And when it returns to you, it comes back with a report. My God, we bless you, Father, for the word this moment. We appreciate you, Father. And we ask of you, Holy Spirit, that may you help us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Know your enemy. So here, Apostle Paul wrote a letter to the church in Ephesians. And in his epistle, in his letter, he's saying to them in verse number, verse number chapter 6, verse 12. He's saying, understand my friends. Understand their brethren. Understand my sister. Understand my brother. That the fight is not against another. But there are forces that we need knowledge of. There are powers that we need to know of. And when we do, we need to then begin to act against them. 
Now I said to you that I was going to list a couple of enemies so that you need to understand that these are the enemies that you need to focus on. If ever you have got a prayer, then these are the enemies that you need to bring before God in your prayer. If ever you have got a cry before God, then these are the petitions that you need to bring before God. If ever you have got an accusation, then these are the things that you need to bring before God as issues that you have. Number one, we are talking about sickness. The doctor is not the enemy. The nurse is not the enemy. It is not your family who is the enemy because of your sickness. It is not your partner who is to blame because of your sickness. But the sickness is either a virus, it is either a spirit that is busy tormenting you. And if you need an accusation, if you need an issue to present before God, then let it be that sickness that you are bringing before God. That is the enemy. Unemployment. It is not the government that we are meant to be fighting. It is not the political leaders whom we are meant to be fighting. It is not the owners of the companies whom we are meant to be fighting. It is not the boss that we are meant to be fighting. It is, not meant, it, it is not the foreign nationals or those who are qualified or who are learned or who have got jobs that we are meant to be fighting. It is rather unemployment. That is the enemy that we are meant to be fighting. That is the petition that we are meant to be bringing before God and saying, Lord, I have a petition to raise. And the petition is unemployment. That our youth is unemployed. That our women are unemployed. That our men are unemployed. That our members are unemployed. That our friends are unemployed. That our neighbors are unemployed. Father, we are praying and we are crying before you that God, may you open a window of opportunity. Anger. That is the enemy that we are meant to be fighting. Hallelujah. That we are battling, we are struggling with an issue of anger, with an element of anger, and we are fighting people because of it. And until, unless you identify that you have got that problem, until you agree, you accept, you admit to yourself that I have a problem of anger, then you cannot change. It is not possible for the Lord to help you and I. Hallelujah. I speak this from a personal point of view. Praise the Lord. That anger, I feel it. I know it. I can see it coming. And because I know it is an enemy, it is easier for me to go before God and say, Father, this problem is back or I am battling with this issue of anger. Help me, Lord. That I can feel my temper. I can feel my heart. Hallelujah. Know your enemy. Jealousy. Praise the Lord. You are fighting people. You are fighting neighbors because you are struggling with jealousy as an enemy. Now, instead of going around and fighting your brother, your sister, because they've achieved this or they've achieved that or because they are growing in life or because they just got married or because they have got peace in their home, it is not for you to fight them. You need to fight the spirit of jealousy that you have. <coughs> Excuse me. Hallelujah. 
That's the enemy. You need to fight jealousy, fight the spirit. This is why when Jesus looked at Peter, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. He was not saying that Peter was a Satan, no. But he identified that the enemy was behind Peter. He identified that the enemy was fronting as Peter. He identified that the enemy was heard through Peter. And because Christ is mature, because Christ has the knowledge, because Christ is, has the spirit of discernment, he immediately said, get thee behind me, Satan. Hallelujah. He said to Peter, Peter, I know that the devil is looking for you. He's trying to get rid of you. He's trying to find fault against you. But I have identified it that he is the enemy. Hallelujah. So you must know that sometimes when you are busy going around and you can't even understand why you are jealous, it is because there is a spirit that you need to be fighting. That is the enemy that you need to bring before God. That is the enemy that you need to wage war against. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Envy. You are envious of people. You do not understand why. You do not want to hear or learn that someone else is doing well. You do not want to hear or learn that a sister is doing well. When you hear that so-and-so, they are so happy in their relationship, you are envious. When you hear that so-and-so has bought this or has done this, you are envious. Your heart is painful. You can't sleep at night. You keep thinking. You are maybe even calling other people and telling them that who does she think she is? Why is she showing off? It is not to say they are showing off. Your issue is you have got envy. Hallelujah. So we need to deal with your envy. Hallelujah. That's what we must be fighting. We should not be fighting people because people are progressing in life. No. Don't fight them because they have traveled. Don't fight them because they have got a child. Don't fight them because they have bought a car. Don't fight them because they have bought a house. Don't fight them because in their business they have made a profit. Don't fight them because they have got a promotion. Don't fight them because they have got achievements. Don't fight them because they are found in the church. Don't fight them because they are praying. Don't fight them because they are reading the word. But fight the envy that you have inside. That's the enemy that you need to be fighting. <coughs> Excuse me. Hallelujah. Hate. You just have hate. And you know, hate that you can't control. Hate that you can't contain. Hate that you cannot explain. Hate that you have no idea where it, where it is coming from. For no reason, you are a person that is, that is bitter. You are bitter toward other people. You are bitter about situations. It is not to say that the people are bad. No. The problem that you have is that you have got an enemy called hate. So you need to be fighting that enemy. If you want to pray, don't go and pray against that brother. Don't go and pray against that sister. But pray against the spirit of hate. Hallelujah. Open up before God and tell him that God, I have a problem of hate. Hallelujah. That love is distant from me. That love is far from me. That love is hard for me to identify. That love is hard for me to stay with. I have hate my God. I have got jealousy issues. I have anger issues, God. That's my enemy, Father. That's what you need to be praying. Hallelujah. 
You are busy saying, oh, she is my enemy. Oh, he is my enemy. Oh, they are my enemy. But when we ask you to say, what have they done? What has she done? What has he done? You can't even explain. When we dig deep into the so-called issue that has caused you to hate them, to fight them, it's not even an issue. Praise the Lord. But the problem, the trouble is that there is an enemy behind you. And because you are ignorant, because you are blind, because you have not prayed for the grace to identify the enemy, you are busy wasting time. When you should be promoting one another, when you should be encouraging one another, when you should be lifting one another, when you should be supporting one another, we are busy fighting. Now, how can we build a society when we are busy fighting? How can we build a family when we are busy fighting? How can we build the work of God when we are busy fighting? How can we build ourselves as women when we are busy fighting? How can we build ourselves as men when we are busy fighting? How can we build ourselves as a couple, as a family when we are busy fighting? How can we build a future when we are busy fighting? How can we see the opportunity when we are busy fighting? How can we grow when we are busy fighting? Praise the Lord. Jesus said, how can Beelzebub fight against his own? Because if you are calling me the prince of demons, if you are calling me a demon, hallelujah, how can a demon fight a demon? Praise the Lord. So you are saying you cannot accuse me to be an enemy when I know that my God, I, I, I am the son of God. You cannot accuse me of being an enemy when I have, um, you know, I'm going to lay my life for you. You cannot call me an enemy when I have come from God the Father. But it is because of ignorance that you are calling me an enemy that's making you to be bitter. Know your enemy. Poverty. Hallelujah. People are bitter because of poverty. It is not my fault that you are struggling financially. It is not your fault that I am struggling financially. But the problem is the poverty. That's what we are meant to be fighting. That's the enemy here. If we look at the common enemy, it is the poverty. So if we have got a prayer that we need to bring before God is to say, Lord, it is written that you became poor for my sake, that through your poverty I'll be rich. It is written that I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. It is written that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is written that Abraham's blessings are mine. So you are meant to be quoting scripture. You are meant to be reminding God. You are meant to be praying and telling God that, Father, I cannot be poor. I refuse to be poor in the name of Jesus. That's the enemy, poverty. Hallelujah. Addiction. Praise God. <clears throat> you are blaming people. You are blaming people. But the problem that we have, the problem that you have is the addiction. Hallelujah. Maybe you are addicted to pornography. Maybe you are addicted to alcohol or substance abuse. Maybe you are addicted to uh, a violence. Maybe you are addicted to um, lying. Maybe you are addicted to no integrity. Maybe you are addicted to, you know, uh, that you, you can't stay home. Hallelujah. There are people that are addicted to, 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 to clubbing. They cannot stay without clubbing, without being in a club. It is an addiction. 
There are people who are addicted to strip clubs. They cannot stay without being in a strip club. There are people who are addicted to backbiting, gossip. They cannot keep quiet without gossiping. Now, instead of you fighting that addiction, you are busy fighting people. All your girls have now become an enemy. All your boys have now become an enemy. Everyone is an enemy. Everyone is now bad. Why? Because they are speaking the truth about your addiction. When they mention your addiction, you are angry. When they speak about their addiction, you are angry. Hallelujah. So you need to know your enemy so you can go before God and pray. Change is available when you identify the mistake, my God. Change is available when you identify the problem. Change is available. Change is possible when you acknowledge your fault. Change is possible when you admit your flaw. Until you admit that you have got a problem, you cannot change. Until I admit that I've got a problem, I cannot grow. Hallelujah. If you cannot admit or accept that I failed, you cannot grow. But victory is available to those who are willing to acknowledge, who are willing to accept that, yes, I have got a flaw. I need to improve in this. Then change is available. Know your enemy. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise be to God. You and I need to know who the enemies are. Now I have listed here just a few. There are many other enemies that we have in life. But the problem is the enemy is always a person. So your focus is on a person instead of focusing on the real issue at hand. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Judas was not the enemy. Betrayal was the enemy, my God. The spirit of betrayal, the love of money was the enemy. This is why the man approached the enemy. He approached the soldiers and he said, what will you give me if I show you who he is? What will you do for me if I expose him to you? And they promised gold and silver. And the man was willing to betray the Messiah. Why? The love of money. So you must know that there is an enemy that you need to identify. If there is anything that you have learned out of this message, it needs to be the fact that you must work on identifying enemies in your life. If you do not know who, what the enemy is, then this is a need, a time for us to pray before God and say, Father, I do not know what is my enemy. Help me to see. Praise the Lord. Let's finish off with 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Know your enemy. Hallelujah. We are about to finish the month of October. Praise the Lord. Meaning there will only be two months left, November and December in 2023. And if we are not willing to work on our flaws, if we are not willing to work on these enemies, then we go into 2024 and we sing the same song. Know your enemy. Second Corinthians chapter 10, let's read verse 3 to 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. 
For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Verse 5, casting down arguments. Pay attention to that. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And the last verse, verse 6, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now here, Paul is saying to the church in Corinthians, he's saying to them, but listen, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. For our fight is not according to the flesh. Our fight is not according to what we are seeing. Our fight is not according to our feelings. Our fight is not based on our upbringing. Our fight is not based on our failures. But there is a bigger enemy. There is an enemy. There are forces and powers that we need to be aware of. We need to identify these forces, these issues, in order for us to wage war against the right enemy. Otherwise, we are busy waging war against people that are not even enemies. We are investing so much energy in the wrong places. We are investing so much time, effort in the wrong places because we do not have the knowledge and the revelation that these are not enemies. Hallelujah. So that prayer we offered at the start is important out of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. That we need knowledge. We need understanding. We need revelation. We need to be aware of what is the enemy in our life, in our family, in our marriage, in the relationship, in your academics, in your career, in your workplace, in your business, in the ministry, in your neighborhood, wherever, whatever you are doing, you need the knowledge to know what is the enemy. And once you know the enemy, then you can go before God and say, Father, I know what my enemy is. Help me, God, to fight. Praise the Lord. It is difficult for us to get help when we do not know what we need help for. My God. That's a revelation. Help has a value when you understand what you need help for. Help is effective when you apply it correctly. But if you do not know what you need help for, and if you do not know how to apply the help, then it is useless. You keep singing complaints. You keep singing excuses because you do not understand where you need the help for or in and how you need to apply it. Hallelujah. So the knowledge is the key. Praise the Lord. That's one thing that we need, the knowledge of the enemy. Know your enemy. Sit down as a couple. Sit down as a family and work out what is our enemy. Why are we struggling? Why are we not progressing? Sit as an individual and ask yourself, why am I not progressing? Why am I struggling in my health? Why am I sickly? What is the enemy here? What is going on? Hallelujah. And once you have that answer, you then will become a powerful individual. Because you'll be able to go before God and be specific. Praise the Lord. Let me pray. 
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you and I bless you, O Creator. I honor you and I appreciate you, Father, for you hear me when I speak and you answer my prayer. This according to the book of 1 John. I bless you, my God, because you are a God of authority. Thank you for also trusting me with authority. That I have power, my God, to reject, to deny, to denounce, to refuse, to pull down, to destroy. And you have also given the power that I can plant, I can build. And so I thank you, Lord, for teaching us that we need to know our enemy in life. My God, I pray for him, I pray for her, I pray for them that as they continue to meditate on your word, Holy Spirit, may you help them, that they are able to identify correctly the enemy in their life. Equip them with the power and the strength that they are able to fight in Jesus' mighty name. My God, may you receive the honor and all the praise. For it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what I had um, that was given to me for you. That you need, I need to know our enemies. We need to identify them and we need to fight. We need to put in everything, all effort, so that we can, be, we can come out victorious. Hallelujah. Have yourself a lovely afternoon. And enjoy what is left of October. Enjoy and God lift you. Shalom.